Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, let's get right into today's video, shall we? Did any of you ever wonder why Count Dooku in Episode 2 just didn't kill Anakin in Obi-Wan? I mean, yeah, Yoda showed up at the end and there wasn't really time, but the entire moment that he was fighting either Obi-Wan or Anakin, he was clearly just toying with them. You know, giving us the infamous line, Master Kenobi, you disappoint me. However, there's actually a reason as to why he let them live, and it comes from the mouths of both Obi-Wan and Yoda in the Legends novel Labyrinth of Evil. Here's the scene. Perhaps at Genosis an accident it was that Dooku revealed himself. Had he not searched, we would have for Sidious, leaving Dooku to escalate his war. What think you, Obi-Wan? Hmm? Obi-Wan folded his arms. I've thought long and hard about that day, Master, and I believe Dooku couldn't help revealing himself, even though he may have regretted it. When he was fleeing for his ship, almost as if he was attempting to draw us into an engagement, my first thought was that he was trying to ensure the safe escape of Gunray and the other Separatist leaders. But my instincts tell me that he wanted desperately to demonstrate how powerful he had become. I think he was genuinely surprised to see you turn up, but instead of killing Anakin or me, he deliberately left us alive to send a message to the Jedi. Right you are, Obi-Wan. Pride undid him, forced him, it did, to show us his true face. So right here we can see that it wasn't just plot armor which gave us an awesome lightsaber duel between Master and Apprentice, Yoda and Dooku, but Rather had Dooku been very serious to get rid of Obi-Wan and Anakin right away, he very well could have without a problem, at least in this film. He didn't because of the age-old Sith downfall, hubris. His arrogance led him to deliberately leave Obi-Wan and Anakin to live in order to send a message to the Jedi. See, that's just something Dooku would do. He resented the Jedi so much for allowing them to lose Qui-Gon in their political endeavors for the Senate and the Republic's affairs that they didn't really need to involve the Jedi in to begin with, and he hated this fact. This was something that made him leave in the first place, along with Sidious toying with his mind and making him come to the dark side. The Jedi were keepers of peace, not soldiers, just as Mace Windu and Count Dooku believed. Dooku wanted to send the message back to the Council that him leaving has allowed him to advance further into the Force and become even more powerful than he was. 
just as he told Yoda. It also helped him to prove further that they really lost one of the most gifted swordsmen in the galaxy, having bested one of their best Jedi Knights and his Padawan. All of which, of course, was short-lived until Anakin bested him just a few years later in Episode 3. So once again, the use of the dark side clearly grants one unimaginable powers, but it also makes them extremely arrogant, just like we've seen with Maul and Anakin time and time again. It's nice to finally know why Dooku didn't just kill them off at the start, and I'm glad I found this point from the novel. Now, I gotta say, I find these books being deemed as legends a little bit confusing, as when they came out, they were canon from George's continuity from the prequels, so by everything being deleted makes me sort of wonder if every single thing that is now in these legends books will be rewritten somehow by Disney. Whenever I read these books that have to do anything with the first six movies, especially the novelization of the films themselves, I like to think of those as canon until Disney rewrites each small story and backstory for us, just as these books have done. Now, of course, regardless of my beliefs or wants, they are not canon. They are all now legends. So what do you think about that? Do you think old novelizations should be considered legends, or do you think they should be more canon? And what do you think about Dooku leaving Anakin and Obi-Wan alive? Let me know your thoughts down below. I hope you enjoyed today's video, guys, and I will see you all in the next episode of Star Wars Theory. Until then, my fellow Jedi and Sith friends, remember, the Force will be with you all.